Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and hyperbole about the Super Bowl halftime show. It was fucking great. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah. Hyperbole. And you know what's great? My yeah. name is Michael Basinger. With me are old Gungaloo himself. Hey, what's up? Brad Polly. Uh, the sultry one, Matt Polly. Wait, what? Together Boy. we are the Inglorious Pastors. That is not an adjective that's He's ever been used on that one. Sultry. Jesus. That's, uh, that kick went wide right. What's the <laughs> yeah. air ball? Yeah. Uh, announcements, uh, hymns of reconstruction on Spotify. Uh, we've got a live event coming up in case you haven't heard. We do. Well, you got any information about that? Is that still happening? Yeah. Still we sure? Is. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Couldn't couldn't get you to <laughs> couldn't get you to cancel. Stop it. <laughs> uh, April 9th, Bloomington, Indiana. Tickets are ten dollars. You can get them. Find the link on all all of our socials. Or um, who cares? <laughs> Will you fucking mute him, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just have. Yeah, he looks real bored over there. Look at him. Uh, <laughs> Am I muted still? Not, uh, no. What are you talking about, bored? I don't know the fuck you're talking about. That, we're not doing this. We're not doing this on air. Nope. Nope. I, I have no idea. Live event, April 9th, Bloomington, Indiana. Tickets are $10. Uh, uh, yet to be vaccinated. We will be checking at the door. Um, and as of right now, masks are required in Monroe County, but I think I saw that ban is getting, or the ban, that mandate's getting lifted in March. Bring a mask so, just in case. Yeah. And yeah, wear one. Bad if it, idea. Yeah, if it makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Wear one. And I mean, nobody's gonna like mm-mm. rail on you for mm-mm. wearing a mask if you want to wear a mask. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's it. It's all over our Twitter Twitter feed. The uh, link in our Instagram bio. Yeah. Face, our Facebook page. It's all over the place. Ten bucks get you nuts. Yep. Hey. Hey. What are you drinking? Hey. Hey. I'm going to shove it up your ass until it touches him right. Can you stop. sit on that? God. <laughs> Two minutes and 20 seconds. That's how long it took. Jesus I hate Christ. it when you guys... Uh, we've, only, we've already recorded for like 20 noises. minutes. Mm. Have we? Um, yeah. Uh, Michael, what are you drinking, bud? I am drinking water. A lot of whiskey. And I am drinking a healthy pour of Blanton's whiskey. Boy, you always overpour when you're in those glasses. Hey, who cares? <laughs> Life's short. I mean, I, I didn't agree. buy. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm having from Founders uh, Scarlet Dawn IPA Session Red. It's delicious. Yeah, and I'm having the Greasy Dick Brothers. That's literally what it's called. Yep. <laughs> Are you drinking Patrick's Greasy Dick? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the unfiltered Bavarian wheat. It's really it's good. good. Yeah, they yeah, were, they were great. good. We are live in the speakeasy. Actually, in the speakeasy, we're, in we're the actually pub. in the speakeasy like last week. Yeah. Boy, we were hot. Sorry, mess. sorry yeah. for our, uh, our five dollar patrons for accidentally letting, giving the, the, letting the plebs in. Yeah, <laughs> giving the old one dollar puke access. <laughs> the, the fucking serfs. <laughs> the what do you call them? The uh, the streamyard is only for the uh, pastors bourgeoisie. Yeah, it's it's the. Uh, it's know. for the elite, not the common. It's for the elite. <laughs> yeah. It's not for the commoners. It's not for fucking, I don't know, somebody. I can't think of anybody who's a $1 pledge. <laughs> don't name anybody. Jesus I was going to. I was going to say it's not for Travis, but I'm pretty sure he's in the $5 level. Yeah. No. But it's not for Travis anyway. It's not for Travis. Bastard. Um, 
yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> hold on. I I do have one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Skillet. John Cooper, dude, sh- fuck just him. shut up. Like, fuck just- him with a metal bar, yeah. dude. He's a he's just a he's just another right wing Christian nationalist. So like, so a video came like out outrage. That's merchant. where the audience. He's video, an outrage merchant. Video came out of some Christian festival, Winter Jam, some <laughs> Boner Jam, twenty twenty. And he's like, we're Jesus going, Boner Jam. We're going to war with this deconstruction Christian movement. Bring it, you motherfucker. What is it, 2005? I will stab a bitch if I have to. It's like, do they not realize this has been happening for Saturn 20 years? It's been happening for 15 it. to 20 years. I'm going to shove something up your ring around Saturn. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. I'm not scared of John Cooper. Why are they still around? And like, why does that band still He's exist. still around. Just, he's still John like, Cooper in his ironed, dyed with a fucking Sharpie I like beard. The, I like the sleeveless leather vest person. Oh what, are you, what are you? What is fucking he? Glenn Danzig in 1990? So is he his sons of anarchy? Like <laughs> he is declaring war against the deconstruction movement. Okay. Uh, good good luck with that, buddy. He is. He he also thinks that uh, Rage Against the Machine Machine uh, is machine a government is a government <laughs> band, and he's the revolutionary. A government band, literally an anti-government. Has band. he literally ever he listened? Said, to it's like, it's he like said that if he gets COVID, it'll rally, be to God's glory. Rally. Hope he does. Rally around the family with a pocket full of shells. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think the shells are for? Dude, I just... It's like, when, what was it? Paul Ryan, his favorite band is Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Like, you don't fucking listen. You don't listen to any of the lyrics. You're missing the... They fucking point. hate you hey, and Paul, everything you now in the fire is about you. God. <clears throat> That's not fucking rules. All right, anybody got anything else? No, nah, I'm good. Oh, in, in Relevant yeah. Magazine. Oh, I got something. Yeah, in, fuck, in, really. Here's the thing. I, I do like Tyler Huckabee. I do like him. I follow him on Twitter. Good follow. Relevant has this article about it and basically saying that he got the deconstruction part wrong. But then at the end of the fucking article, they give context before and after. At the end of the article, well, he had some good points. Well, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to take a stand. No. They can't take a stand. No. They can't stand. I can. Whatever. <laughs> Get away. Move away from me, Satan. <laughs> Relevant, relevant was relevant. You stay relevant, relevant. Saying to Tyler Huckabee, I have a feeling Cameron Strang made him put that shit on. (laughs) They were they were relevant in two thousand six. It's who cares? I just don't even care. This this guy is just he's an outrage merchant, just like everybody else. Yeah, Yeah. and that what's that fucks guy? Oh, Sean fucked. Yeah, or fucked or yeah. Yeah. The guy that looks like David Koresh, weirdly, like more and more, like every day. Everything's persecution. Everything yeah. is an outrage. I, I mean, Every, here's the yeah. thing. That is working on fewer and fewer and fewer I people. Saying, there's more of us than there are of Every you. year it's working on fewer and fewer people. And they're just, they're completely fucking losing control. Yeah. They're losing control. And that's why you have them stand up there saying, we're going to wage war on the deconstruction movement. Well, why? <laughs> because it's shrinking your churches. Yeah. Yeah. War. This is what Jesus liked. His favorite thing. Yeah, was war. <laughs> Blessed are the peacemakers. Jesus. Yeah, what we need is Turn more right-wing right wing oh. war propaganda. Healing That's... the ear of the man who led him to his slaughter. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to war, dude. <laughs> it's just a fucking joke, man. Oh, God. Fucking cheap. I got another. It, it, the the, the all-too-predictable old, old white guy uh, oh, response, response to, to the, the halftime show. Like... 
Fuck off. They like, fucking ruled. I'm telling you right it. now that Charlie Kirk tweet that was going around, I guarantee he had that oh, set. Oh, it was pre-written. Pre-written and set to go out. That was pre-written. Like, yeah. it, um, like as soon as the halftime show Well, was he said over. something about being sexual. Like, what was sexual There was about nothing it? sexual. There were, like, women in shorts. Like, what the fuck? Dancing around t- Fitty. Like, that was a job of the Fitty. <laughs> Got a little thick. The, the pandemic's been hard on us all, bro. Yeah. Like I, I'm giving fifty the a benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean I can't fit into anything. I, I mean he's better than been better shaped than all three of us. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but a little roids, but it's I, uh, <laughs> well, probably like a personal trainer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I get by little roids yeah, from I mean, my friends. Just, everybody, so, everybody losing the shit when Eminem took a knee, which was awesome. What's so funny is it's like it's so predictable that <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. like, yeah, it's beyond parody. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely like I said, that dude yeah. had that tweet, yeah. written out, yeah. ready to go and hit send the yeah. second, the second like said, Charlie, show was Charlie Kirk and, and Ben Shapiro. They're all of them. They're dumb people's idea of smart yeah. people. And like, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I mean. it's... All those right guys. All, they're all the same person. Dude, if you've never seen the it, the uh, debate between Zizek and Jordan Peterson, like it literally sent Jordan Peterson into like depression. I mean, he fucking destroyed well, yeah, him. Yeah, he destroyed him. Destroyed him. him. And who was the guy? Slavo Zizek. Have you Zizek? read a Zizek he, book? Yeah. My God. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Uh, they did a debate and over. I think it might have been over like, I don't was it? I don't remember what the topic was, but like, I mean, he just absolutely handed his ass to him. Like, yeah. and it just wasn't even close. Yeah. Here's the thing. And this is what I would tell John Cooper. Don't fuck with people who, who, who have nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not hurting us. Same like, with Peterson. I told you the other day, I've lost the will to live at this point. So like, bring it. I just don't I've even got, care. Point, I, I swear to, to God, I, I swear to God, if somebody, there's certain days where if somebody walked up to me to rob me and pulled a gun, I would say, just pull the fucking trigger. I you don't just care. go up to him and give him a hug. Like, you you, you robbed the wrong motherfucker today because I'm not scared. I don't care. Uh, pull the trigger. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck, I'll pull it myself. <laughs> hey, can I borrow that? Yeah. <laughs> You're safe. You're totally safe. You <laughs> um, what, are we, what are we talking about? Oh, what the know. fuck is going on? Yeah, I... All this, all this like right wing shit. Like, I mean, we have a literal right wing president right now. We have a Republican president yeah. right now. Oh yeah, and he's like a socialist. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's super. I like it. I like how people are complaining about like he made some like uh, he he misspoke or something. He said something about he was trying to talk about Afghanistan and Iraq, and he said something about Ukraine. I'm like, do you know how many things that guy talks about? Are you really going to talk about somebody who can't string a sentence together? Have you listened to Trump? Since Trump's been doing the same speech for the last five God, years. God, it's not even speech. It's just random <laughs> shit he farts out of his mouth. I mean, God, he can't oh, even put a sentence together. You're really, gonna, you're really going to go after the 80-year-old guy <laughs> who has a speech impediment? Uh, whatever, Fuck man. me, man. Anyway, all right, let's move to something okay. better. Um. Uh, and OAN today, it was on the break room again. They were talking about Hillary Clinton for 15 I, minutes. No, you talk about living rent-free. Do you listening to look on the bright She's side of Mr. Brightside himself, She hasn't been Matt relevant Pauly. for eight years. <laughs> Always look on Damn. the What's up? What's up, Skid? So funny. Uh, God. Right. Uh, the, the Obama and Hillary just live rent-free oh, in Republicans' heads. Just rent-free. They don't have to say no. anything. They don't have to do anything. No. Yeah, I, saw o- some, I saw some. Oh, bummer! I saw some about the the House hopes they or the GOP hopes they take over the House so they can they can investigate Clinton. I'm like, for what? 
She's that she hasn't been in the public eye for five years. Oh, God. I just want to say to everybody in the speakeasy, I'm so proud of you all for clicking on the button so we can see your name. <laughs> so far, we're 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 at 100. We're 100. Uh-huh. Here, here comes Patrick. <laughs> um, let's try that again. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side, Mr. Brightside himself. We've had a good Polly. we've had a good rant in a while. Uh, it's been a while. Um, uh, we had a Super Bowl party. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Till right. the next morning when I vomited for six <laughs> you hours. Good moron. Yeah. <laughs> you sent a message to us the night of. You oh, were I like, knew. Looking forward to throwing up for the first three hours tomorrow. I mixed. Well, I mixed he drinks. Sent, he sent us a message earlier in the day saying, <laughs> "I can't believe I've ha- I have more fucking people over my house." <laughs> when yeah. we were the ones coming over yeah. to his house, it was us. It like, was us that, that he was regretting. It wasn't so much as you guys were coming over as that there had been people, like kids, at my house for like 60 hours straight. I mean, anyway, yeah, we did have a stool party. It was fun. We had a lot of neighbor, uh, neighbors came over and Brad and Michael and their families and uh, well, our friend indeed. Denise. And, yeah. yeah, it was um, good. Yeah, until, like I said, until the next day when I threw up from <laughs> 6 to noon. My God. Um, and then the, that day, Monday was Valentine's Day, and Beth and I don't usually do much, do anything yeah, for Valentine's. Weird. But I came home to steak, uh, uh, Cajun shrimp, and sushi. That was good. <laughs> these Vietnams is good. These good shrimps. Um, yeah, steak, shrimp, sushi, um, broccoli, and potatoes, that- and it was good. So what do you think it is? Thanks. I don't know what you think it is. Oh, is it? It was no, a nice surprise. It's not. What Thanks for listening to me, guys. I really you, appreciate it. It's what I think. I, say, I had a really good Valentine's Day. Yeah, you had steak and uh, Cajun shrimp and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rice. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> no, I said it three times, but you guys don't fucking listen to a thing I don't, say. Don't, don't. Fucking, don't do ever. the martyr thing. I'm don't not. do the martyr thing. You never Stop listen it. to it. You guys talk it over me. Hey, hey, play it. That's fine. Seriously, I'm just saying. Relax. Uh-huh. Fucking relax. It's not, none of this means anything. Relax. I love you. Thanks. What did you have with the, the shrimp and the steak? I'm not saying it again. What, <laughs> what, what do you got? I said sushi. it twice. You I'm not sushi. saying it again. Shrimp. Oh, you had sushi? Yeah, and sashimis, sushis, no, and sushis. just sushis. God, I haven't had sushi for a Isn't while. Isn't sashimi still like in there. actual Every, what most sushi no, is? I can't do leftover sushi. It's one day old. I know. I, well, every once I in a while, every, you it's one day. Every once like, in a while, I'll even get the shit from Kroger. It's That's out of the is. sea like yeah, 10 I days ago. It. Hmm? It's out of the sea like 10 days ago. No, it was out of the sea about six months ago. Uh, <laughs> it's probably been on If it's even been in the sea. Yeah. I'm doubting the crab actually comes from crab. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan says, I'm scared to come in case I've been locked out and I need to. I get, I get called a dipshit dip again. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Northern Irish version of dipshit? I wonder. Jordan, tell us what the Northern Irish. I don't speak Northern Specky Irish. Specky short arse. I don't think that's now. No. Brad, what was your bright side? Uh, oh, so Friday. Oh, so this weekend, uh, Ezra was in a play. Oh, uh, yeah. Like my fifteen-year-old. Thanks for inviting us. It was great. Well, I'm yeah. sure you invited Matt, but I, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> anyway, I didn't think that anybody would want to go. Plus, we had no idea what to expect, like yeah. at all. First of all, great play. Jordan, update, really great. Jordan says dipshit. Oh, okay. What they say sometimes. Right. Have you ever called anybody a specky short arse? No. Just wouldn't. anyway. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Briefcase wanker. <laughs> um, so Saturday night, um, we went. <laughs> he said no. 
we went to uh, we went to the place. It was Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Friday night, he was like, "I don't want you guys there on Friday night." Mm-hmm. Okay, I said, "Why?" Well, just in case things go wrong, like he didn't. Want- <laughs> yeah. He was already like super. So this is Ezra, my fifteen year old, that you guys know is like anxiety has struggled with anxiety forever yeah. and ever. Um, so like when he told us he was trying, like he just did this on a whim. He was like, I'm, I'm going to try out for the play. Holy shit. So he got put in, he got, he got put in as an alternate. Well, the person that was in front of him was like, missed so much practice that he became him. Mm-hmm. And so we went on Saturday night and like, I, I didn't really know what to expect, but like, Seeing him on the stage, like stage kissing a girl, and like just what, saying what, what like is a stage kiss. Okay, so I it looked like a kiss. Like when he did, I was like, "Oh my god!" I just watched him kiss a girl on stage. <laughs> so you put like Matt, you want to come up here? I'll no, I don't at all. Well, I have mm-hmm. to have. So nope. you put your you you grab their cheeks, yeah, and you put your the thumbs over their lips. Wait, you do this real quick, and you quit going. You kiss your you kiss your thumbs, uh, thumbs okay. instead of their mouth. So that's what they did. Anyway, like I could not have been more blown away and proud of him, like seeing him on stage. Like he did such an unbelievably good job. We were so, so proud um, to just to watch him like he's he's just growing into like <laughs> this is going to sound where he's growing into like a person. <laughs> you know, how sometimes yeah. like you look at your kids and it's like your kid. And then you get glimpses as they get older of like, oh, this is like a, this is like a person, not just like my kid. Yeah. It's, it's just like a person that's going to be an adult that's getting closer to adulthood. And, (laughs) um, so it was just, it was really great. The play was hilarious, like legitimately hilarious. Everybody did great. Um, Mandy and I got a chance. Well, Mandy did. I was, it's so weird because I was just about to go up to the choir teacher uh, was there who he wasn't doing the play, but he has been instrumental in like Ezra's maturity and stepping out of his comfort zone and doing things like the play. Um, we've been telling Ezra forever, like, dude, you're like, you have talent. <laughs> like you can sing, like you're funny and you know, it, but it took somebody else another adult authority figure to say it to him yeah and say i see your potential and like he to watch him somebody who struggled with so much with anxiety and just different things like adhd and to see him thrive like that and blossom like he is it's just really i don't i don't know man it's just it's really emotional you know I, i got almost teared up like just watching him do the play yeah um, and then like that night I walk out to go get, it was really cold that night. So I walked out, I told Mandy and the kids, I'd go get the van or whatever in the parking lot. And I walked out and I didn't know it was supposed to snow and it looked like a snow globe. Like it was that really the big, oh, thick, oh yeah. like it was literal, it was just magic. Like you just walked out and it was like, God. So I just walked to the van, just kind of like taking it all in. Shut up, Michael. <laughs> I know what you're thinking and you can't. <laughs> and I'm 100% right. Uh-huh. No, by that point, I no. was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. seriously. Yeah. By that point, I wasn't at all. Uh-huh. By the end of it. Now, I can't speak from like, the beginning um, or the middle, but the end, I was fine. 
But it was, it was. It was just like a really magical night, magical day. And Sunday was great. Like, I had the same thing. Like, I came home last night to dinner. I had no idea, man. He was just making dinner for Valentine's Day. And it was really fucking great. And like, it was, just, it was just chill. And we just kind of did what we usually do. And we watch shows and laugh and have a cocktail. And it was just nice. So, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um, I'm having a good week. It's been good. Everything's been good. Um, We're running the show, baby. We are running the show. Brad and I are in charge this week. It's, I mean, I'm not. I, I didn't have a great the, seven to noon yesterday, yesterday. if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, the four weeks leading up to this week, uh, three of the four, I had worked 55 hours, over 55 hours. And then the one week I didn't, it was because I couldn't get out of my house because of, right. of the snow. And you still had like 40. And I still had almost 40 hours with, with four days. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to... I know he said we were not going to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it because of the way it made me feel. Um, so we, I came to the realization that um, if this podcast ended, I would be okay. Like I would mentally, like it's fine. Um, and, and I don't, and I always thought, I thought that for a while that I thought that like, if it ended, I would be fine. But I mean, I legitimately came to terms with that. Like went through the whole grieving process. <laughs> like, oh. Um, this, I, I can say that and I mean it. I can, I can actually like say it and mean it. And, uh, this podcast is not a monument to my ego. I yeah. don't need it. I don't need it to survive. Uh, I do it for fun. I could, I could disappear. I could disappear online tomorrow and be happy, be fine. So this is all play for me in terms of yeah. where I'm at with it. Like, yeah. I think there's meaning there. I'm not saying it's meaningless. Everything is meaningless, but it's also meaningful. There is some meaning attached to whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's not my identity. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. But I mean, that it, it was, it was a good, uh, realization this week. So cool. Yeah. All right. Do we want to go to music time or something? I don't care. All right. Do you buddy? Wait, we got right. fat pastors. We'll do we? that after this. Okay. Cause Are I don't want to sure? go into music and then right into newsfeed. <laughs> All right, let's do music time. Here we go. There's nothing more than three white guys like more than two philosophize about why they're right about the things they like from peach to terror to ambient noise here's raps and riffs that three white boys think you should know so here we go enjoy the show It's happening. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it, you guys. We're doing it, you guys. Brad, uh, or Matt, what, what do you got music-wise? Uh, the band is Eels. You motherfucker. What? Whatever. You motherfucker. <laughs> it, amazingly, we have the same bands and tastes. Yeah, well. Uh, what are you the do? album is Extreme Witchcraft. What in the, Rome? The song is Amateur Hour. Real good. Like his last couple albums were a little mellower. Yeah, this is back to his like yeah. Soul Jacker that album. Like oh, Soul Jacker. I need to listen to that. Yeah. Just straight up. His rock. voice is awesome. Yeah. These guys have been around for fucking ever. Yeah, he's got a ton of albums. 
Consistently one of the best bands out there. Yep. Like they just don't put out bad albums. No, they don't. <laughs> I mean, honestly. No. I mean, are you the the inner spoon or outer spoon? You know, I well, I, it kind of depends on the mood. Sometimes I like to be inner spoon to be hugged. Yeah. But sometimes I like to do the hugging, <laughs> hugging and poking. Most likely. <laughs> What's that stick? <laughs> I mean, it's hugging for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's pre gaming. I consider hugging foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> That's third base. I consider, uh, I consider saying hello. That's foreplay for me. Yeah. It's eye contact is first, first, first base. <laughs> Brad, you got a you got a song you're gonna play? Oh, uh, gonna talk about spoon in spoon. Or? Well, you did it. You brought it. You fucker. <laughs> I was given time for Apple to pick up. Um. Yeah, let's do. Uh, the album is uh, "Lucifer on the Couch," is is the name of the album, and the song I'm going to play is "The Hardest Cut." Yeah, this is the best song in the album. This is quintessential spoon. Yep, it is. Yep, and I love his voice too. Kind of smoke to it. Like a, there's a. Their music is like propellant. Mm-hmm. Like it drives. Like if you start running, you're gonna start running fast yeah. because the music neighborhood those a score. And then knocking at your door. Let them knock some more. They're saying you need a little protection. But following the leader, gonna turn you off a religion. Yeah, this play in the second verse is really a cool little. If you what's that? Play it, just play through the chorus and then just write in the second verse. Man, it's just a great freaking album. I mean, they just literally don't put no. out a bad album. No. I mean, you can start about anywhere, anywhere especially Transference On, especially. Yeah. Um, or their Ga 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 album. Yep. I mean, any. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Mikey. Uh, I'm going to do a song called Guest Room by Future Teens. I've had this on my playlist for. Have I heard of Future Teens? I've heard I played them on the podcast okay. several times, okay. but I'm spacing out the. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on. I put this on in September of last year. It's like ah, I played them too recently, so uh, I keep listening to this song and it and it's. I just love it. So this is uh, guest room. They have uh, two singers, a female singer and a male singer, and um, female singer is definitely better. <laughs> like the male, the male's not bad, but like the songs that I gravitate to are the the ones. The, the, the is it punk? Female singer. Um, because yeah. I really like female punk. Love so, it. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, well baby. Sure. <laughs> Let's find out. This is Future Teens Guest Room. Really, really sold it, buddy. I don't even have a guest room yet. How can I expect a die like that with space in the chair? 
Can you hear that? Yes. God. Dude, <laughs> so that was my favorite line. If I'm going to be somebody deliberately alive, I'm going to do it right. Yeah. So great line. Yeah. So I like her voice. Scenes. Yeah. Yep. Matt? Uh, the band is Joy Wave. Uh, just a real nice pop album. All right. Big fan. Never heard. It's Joy Electric. The, the last, I was thinking that. this is like the third album beep, that I've listened beep. to and I've really liked. So. We are children of the Lord. The oh, God, I think I had one of their albums. Joy Electric. Yeah. yeah they, were sugar, they were terrible. No, I love that Did shit. Did you really? Maybe uh, I, you know what? Maybe it was I need so to, popcorn. I may need to go back and, and see if Yeah, I bet you'd like different. it now. Like, uh, Children was, of the Lord, <laughs> I get a sugar rush. If it wasn't do hardcore, I wasn't listening to Do you remember the Christian album I had that was very industrial, sort of like Nine Inch Nails? And it was actually really fucking good. Cannot remember the name of the band for the life of me. Do you remember it? I don't. Okay. Man, Some, I wouldn't even know. Somebody like, who's in that scene hit us. I don't think anybody, us. like, I don't think, it was one of those bands, that, like, I, I don't even know how I found the Not album. Disciple, right? No, 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 no I wasn't no. Disciple. They weren't industrial. I don't like, know what you no, call them. They were metal. Okay. But it was literally like that kind of like steampunk type whatever God, was happening. Yeah, then. I know. I know. And it was good. And I cannot for the life of me remember. Did who you ever was. see Joy Electric live? No. no. Uh, it was fine. It's just, I mean, him like being weird and plugging things in and making <laughs> beeps and boops. It was great. It was so weird <laughs> just, and so different from just him plugging things. In. Yeah, it was so different. You should from, play some for your next song. Play some Joy Electric. Okay, I'll, I'll play some. <laughs> That's it. I'll find some. All right, Matt, what's anyway, your next uh, one? Joy Wave is the band. The album is Cleanse. The uh, opening track is Pray for the Reboot. It's me. Trying to Who find was that again? I'm, I'm, Joy Wave. I'm looking Joy up Wave. Christian industrial bands. I'm, I'm, <laughs> there was a few, but I'm the, none of these are clicking. Circle of Dust. Yeah, I remember Circle of Do Dust. You? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. Matt, turn your goddamn. Oh, around. sorry. I was. Yeah, sorry. I was distracted. Oh, Hold on. There we go. Does anybody remember the band Our Lady Peace? I remember. The oh band. Yeah, yeah. Superman's dead. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Superman's dead. Anyway, they just put out a new That's, album. Had no idea they were still around. Yeah. It's it's okay. Like it's pretty good. Like it's not going to be. I mean, like, they're they're no Eve Six, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, who is though? Yeah, yeah well, um, <laughs> they're no. Eve I don't know why six. I put them in the same category, but that's where they're at. Watch us spin around to a beautiful oblivion. <laughs> Rendezvous that I'm Bradley, through with you. Bradley, play your song. You. God. 
The tick-tock Play of the cock song. is painful. All shaped in logical. Of the cock? The tick-tock of the cock? Yeah. Is that the actual lyric? Clock, Michael. Oh, but you said cock. No, I'm didn't. pretty sure. No, I Play the tape back. Uh, <laughs> this is The album is called Spiritual Machines 2. Uh, the song is called Stop Making Stupid People Famous, featuring Pussy Riot. Oh, uh, my favorite kind. Fr- <laughs> Riot. Stop! Yeah. I like the feeling we were dreaming when the panic attacked. I like that baseline a lot. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty good album. Like it's, it's not going to make my top ten, but yeah. it's pretty solid. So, yep. Nice. All right, here's your, your Joy Electric song. This is Sugar Rush. This is their number one song. Um, it, it's just it, it's bubblegum electronica is how I would call it. <laughs> this, Bu- this, this is, is, who is this? Joy fucking, Electric? Fucking bubblegum. Okay. Yeah. This doesn't count as my entry, though. I got a, I got a different song for that. Uh, okay, here we go. It's like an 80s video game. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I get a Wow, boy. You don't like it? That's pretty rough, man. It, like, doesn't... So, like, his voice doesn't fit the music at all. No. It's, his brother is uh, Starflyer59. Oh, I remember them, yeah. All right, Chatterbox. All right, Chatterbox. All right, I'm going to do Children of the Lord this morning. Okay. I remember Candle, Candlebox. Yeah. They're going to be at the bus curve. <laughs> They're doing an acoustic show. Wow. Who cares? We do. We don't care what you think. Our lives on for the same. Oh, this is uh, <laughs> not, not Dude, great. I love it. Man, I can't do it. It's like Zelda just leveled up. <laughs> Okay. All right. So here's my my real song. Uh, Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Um, and I'm gonna preface this. This guy, his song, he has some songs. Oh wait. Shit. That did not age well. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say that. Great. But I'm gonna not play those Michael. songs. <laughs> I, I I did look online for any kind of like any kind Is of. Just like another David Allen Coe situation. Yeah, it's it's it, I, I, I was hoping it wasn't that, and I couldn't find anything saying that. But he does have some songs that are just make me feel uncomfortable, and are are definitely dated and inappropriate. Um, inappropriate. Inappropriate. All right. So, but I really wanted to play this song just so I could see your reaction. So, oh God, Michael. The artist is Dan Reeder. He was on uh, Reader. Uh, John Prine's label. This is okay. Officially put out like by a legitimate record label. I'm not going to tell you the name. You're going to find out for real soon. God damn it. What do you want? I want food and pussy and alcohol. <laughs> it's just the way you got me. Means it all right. 
guess must be okay. Who bop 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 shang lang lang lang. What do you want? I want food and pussy. How come? It's just the way God made me. Okay, here's another one. Uh, this one, it's called Born a Worm. Born a worm spins a cocoon, goes to sleep, wakes up a butterfly. Oh, what the fuck is that about? What the fuck is that about? Can I just say this is weirdly charming? It's weirdly charming. I'm gonna do well. Wait. I'm gonna do two more. <laughs> this is called so- song called work song, and literally that's the that that whole song. He just sings it four times. That that exact part I just played you. Uh, this is a work song, and he only has one line in this, and you're gonna hear it real quick. I got all I got all the fucking work I need. I got all the fucking work I need. I was listening to this on the way home today. Okay, and then this one's called Fun Fun Campfire Song. And I think what happened here is I think he said, I'm going to write a fun camp, campfire song, and this is what happened. He kind of, like, okay. Oh, the government can't execute you. They can put you up against the wall and shoot you. <laughs> They can gas you or electrocute you. They can strap you down and lethally inject you. Three, four, the government <laughs> can execute you. They can punch you up. You know what I love? And shoot you. I love the. I, I'm visualizing you driving in your car down yeah. the interstate with that exact look on your face listening to this. Knowing he's going to play it tonight. Yeah. That's why that's, that's why I don't care you doing four songs. It's right, making you, oh, wait, wait, never mind. It's making you so fucking happy right now. <laughs> he's got another verse in this one, surprisingly. They can gas you or electrocute you. They can strap you down and lethally. He's like, oh, yeah, this is called Fun Campfire Song. Wait. Well, goddamn. <laughs> Michael, hold on. Seven seventeen. He's getting to the. He's getting to the. The campfire song. Maybe. Nope. Nope. Not there. God damn it! Dude. Just okay. stop it. We'll yeah. listen to it on our own. God, Michael. Jesus Christ. You know what this is? This is something Pickens would send to us and go, Yeah, Dude, this is fucking this is awesome. Fucking great. I bet Pickens knows who this guy I'm sure he does. Michael, Michael, dude, seriously. Well, where the fuck did I don't go? know. It's not there. It disappeared. God it's ate gone. it. I could have swore there was another verse to that fucking song, <laughs> but apparently there's not. Oh, no. I'm thinking of a different song. There you go. Attaboy. <laughs> I was thinking of the skiing song. Never mind. Jesus You'll listen Christ. to that one on your own time. <laughs> He wrote a song about skiing that had nothing to do with skiing. 
About the government. Well, can't they can kill you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I feel like I need a ballot cleanser. Michael, we don't need a More Joy Electric? No. No. (laughs) Good God, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is the end of the segment. (laughs) She's back. What we got, buddy? So my um, my niece sent me a box. Emily uh, sent me a box of. She lives in uh, Hawaii. Mm. Sent me a box of just local stuff. You have a niece that lives in Hawaii. Yeah, that's awesome. Lots of nieces and nephews, for that matter. Um, but there is um, there's I mean obviously there's a there's a list right here. I'll show you the list for those. Of, of things that we've got. Um, so we're not going to hit all of it, but I wanted to try a couple. That way we don't vomit. Right off the get-go. Uh, this is freeze-dried airheads. Ooh. Oh, so, um, what? I'm gonna How, pass why on. would you freeze-dry an airhead? Well, you're about to find out. Huh. So let's do... I want the red. Well, let's have a little bit of each. Oh, okay. I don't want a ton of this. Well, just have a little Why bit. did you not have this ready? You know what? <laughs> Is this your first time here? How fucking hard is this? <laughs> is this what my first time or Brad's first time? What? How many of these are there? Michael. There's five. No, wait. I can't count. There's Dude, six. I don't want to eat six of these. I'm Holy not eating shit. six of these. All right. God, I'll try one. I'm going to do the red. Sake. So what's the texture like? Does it taste like space food taffy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It does. It's not chewy at all. It's crunchy. Do red. I'll do a purple. Um. Yeah, I'll do a purple. That's weird. Oh, that's it's good. That's weird. Uh huh. It's good though. It's just odd. Freeze dried Skittles. That's the same level of mindfuck as like white stouts. Yeah. Like your brain is like not <laughs> something mixed up. Yeah. That's interesting. Taste wise, really good though. Yeah. Michael. Freeze dried Skittles. Those are great. That's everything that's great about a Skittle without having to chew them oh, a million yeah. times. Yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah, those are fantastic. Oh, my God. Those are... <laughs> I could lose my self-respect. Do you want to try those. anything else? Or... Uh, no, we're good. That's okay. good. Man. I'll bring the box every week. Oh, my God. That is delicious. Yeah. Those are mm-hmm. better than Skittles. Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> Tio said, that sounds like astronaut food. Our family was too poor to get it. Fun part. It's one of those, am I the asshole? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Probably. Pass me that back. Yeah, past okay. those Skittles. Here we go. <laughs> Am I the asshole for refusing to bend the rules on seeing my newborn just for one person, her sister-in-law, even if it's the only chance she has to see him for months? Ooh, okay. okay. What? Okay. Well, hold on. Let's let's. 
So yeah, I, let's unpack that a minute. Okay. Like, say that again. We're just going to explain. I'm going to read okay, the thing. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, 34 year old female, gave birth on Christmas Day before my son's birth, and to lessen visits, we, my husband, uh, my husband, 28, made a list in October and sent it out to everyone. Okay. So the list went out. Everybody got the list that might come visit. Some rules included up to date on all vaccines. If you feel any way sick, don't visit. Okay. Right. Let us know a week beforehand so we can arrange a day time. Okay. All reasonable. No smokers. Yep. No, no jokers. smokers at no all. Tokers. No midnight. No midnight tokers. <laughs> uh, no phone calls. I mean, what do you mean no smokers? Well, you can't like, smoke in the house. Well, yeah. I mean, I would assume that's what they mean. Okay. Uh, no phone calls or visits between seven thirty and ten p.m. Bedtime. I mean, uh, you can only stay an hour. No picking up the baby without consent. No advice. No perfume or deodorant. Okay. Just wait. All right. No is no. We won't explain why. No. <laughs> no pictures to be taken or posted on social media. Okay. If you if you visit the first time, you will be expected to give me a gift card and a gift for baby from our approved list. All right. No. Okay. Hold on. Before you ever come, no matter how many times, you will be given a list of either food or groceries to bring well, with I come you. a lot, guys. To bring with you and a chore for a list of your choosing. Yeah, okay. No more than two visits a week per person. It's helped to keep the visits to a minimum, and no one can complain about favoritism because everyone's treated equally, which brings me to my current situation. My sister-in-law, 20, studies in a different part of the country and is rarely home, asked to visit last week before she had to go back to school. We set up a date with link to our gift list and then sent, our, sent her the takeout We'd like, including the chores she can choose from. Wow. Yeah, she, fuck you. She immediately sent back a text saying she's broke and can she do extra chores instead? Me and my husband talked about it and came to the decision. If we bent the rules for one person, everyone would want Dude, the same Dude, fuck treatment. Yeah, you're the asshole. Yes, absolutely. We told the her no. and everything else is fine. Yeah, yeah. like oh, look, some of that stuff, like, fine. Well, you I demanding get it. gifts but and chores. Like, fuck off. We told her no. We were very clear about our rules, and maybe next time she, she could visit. She begged, even said would clean the whole house. Because it would be June before she, she could be, it be like six months before she could get home yeah, again. That's, that's shitty. That's and we simply is. texted no. She didn't reply. Um, fucking grow up. Like, I, I, yeah. that's the kind of shit that I just. When did they write this? They wrote it like two months before the baby was born. Like, this went out ahead of time to everybody. I know, but when did this Am I the Asshole get written? Uh, I don't, I don't really know. I don't is know it like that. a week away from the pregnancy or like, is it February? Oh, I don't. I'm assuming it's it's pretty close after the birth. I mean, there, I mean yes, you're the asshole. It, yeah, you're because the, the sister-in-law like even it's the sister-in-law was probably on Christmas break. I mean, yeah, that's probably right. So it was probably sometime like, late. Uh, just be decent. Yeah, I mean, like, just be yeah. a decent fucking. Per- it's your sister. If it's the husband, it's your sister. I Honestly, I do get the the perfume thing because I've got family with like severe allergies, and if your spouse like has I that, say, all that stuff for me, that stuff is like. You're wanting to protect the health of your kid. Get you're it. more than more than welcome to do that. Totally okay, get it. but like like you said, when you start demanding gifts and chores and shit, that's like, come on, yeah. dude. Like, she left this morning, and we got multiple texts from my in-laws belittling us for using our child as a cash grab. Good. My husband simply replied, "It was our rules, and no one deserves special treatment." Then told his family they were on a timeout and blocked them. Wow. Since then, my family and our friends have told us we were wrong because she's a broke college student. And they would have understood if we looked the other way once. We have tried reaching out to his sister. She won't reply. Good. Fuck him. Yeah. You deserve it. That is real shitty. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of yes, you're the asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like they said, like smoking vaccines. Yeah. Get it. But yeah. Gift I cards mean, and chores. Yeah. That's that's, that's just where enti- for me. That's it, just entitlement. Yeah. That's for me where it takes yeah. a turn and like you're just being a dick. Just stop. Just stop being a dick. And when you're 
Especially, you're making family members do this shit. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I know. You don't have to like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. And uh, this is. It's not really. It's the opposite. What are the opposite of a palate cleanser is? <laughs> oh, good. Man left with chronic back pain after trying to suck his own penis. <laughs> Same. Well, a man has suffered a devastating back injury after trying to suck his own penis. Uh, the bloke opened up an eye. In an opened up in an eye-opening Reddit post about the moment he heard a crack during his latest attempt, he explained this was certainly not the first time he's tried to do the deed. And to be fair, loads of men will have tried it at least once. Remember nope. the saving yeah, silverman? Saving silverman. Yeah. That's all. I, that's yeah. what I think. I never tried this because it's no. never going to happen. Why don't you try it right now? <laughs> I'd like to watch. We need to put that on like the twelve-dollar level, though. <laughs> do a video. Um, uh, no. The unidentified guy said every attempt has been a success. <laughs> catch that that was Wait, for the uh... every attempt has been a success oh he did it yeah boy however the most recent one clearly didn't go as planned so is he like a contortionist he or does he literally just been working it i'm this? sure he just does yoga yeah i was i was doing my thing until Wait. suddenly i heard a really bad crack in my back boy <laughs> it's not great i literally felt paralyzed I couldn't he couldn't stand up, couldn't even move an inch of my body. What's that ambulance, the EMT showing up to that call? Guy's got his freaking cock in his mouth while he's waiting. I did give him a mouth. Well, he's, he's doing so his own human sacrifice. He, he laid there for 20 minutes <laughs> until he started to get a bit of feeling back, and then he dragged himself to the kitchen to get pain meds, and that improved his situation. He's now been left with chronic back pain ever since. Whenever someone asks me how I hurt my back, I tell them I hurt myself while exercising. <laughs> I couldn't tell this to anyone up exercising until now. Exercising my demons. And he, put it, and he put it on Reddit. Exercising my semen. I, I really want to try that again. Do we again. think this is actually true? I don't know. He said, I really want to try that again, but I don't think it's the brightest of ideas. I'm potentially going to have to live with this pain for the rest of my life because of that mistake. Yeah, I mean, yeah your first mistake was trying to suck your own dick. Yeah, I mean, can we talk about the weirdness of that? Somebody. Like that's legitimately weird, right? Is like to, to, it's one thing if you tried it once as a boy or something. It's another thing to keep doing until it. actually do it. Yeah, yeah. I I thought you always had to like lose a rib to do that. No, that was the rumor that Marilyn Manson had two ribs removed so he could suck his. You own know, cock. Eric, Marilyn Manson ate my girlfriend. You know, he was actually an actual piece of shit. Mm. Yeah, it hurts. Somebody, <laughs> somebody said. Try to suck it from the back. Now your spine should pop right into place. <laughs> like bend it back the other way. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's hard to pass up a headline like that. That's yeah, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Are you saying? Would you? you could, okay, let's just say. Would you do it if you could? No. I would. Def I would definitely try it. My God. I knew. God damn it, man! I've never I tried. Knew it. YOLO guys Well I mean At least everybody knows I'm the no, honest Knowing one my here. luck I would break my back And I would get paralyzed mm -hmm. And I'd have to tell people I can mm -hmm. paralyze Because I trying to Suck my own pole <laughs> Yo so You only suck once Oh god Well Boy, That's uh That's That's uh that's, That is a story When in Rome Um Are you Are you done <laughs> God Michael uh, SUV slides into. Well, I was just picking up something <laughs> off the floor and pop, there it fell right in. <laughs> yeah, like the guy that shoved a World War II bomb up his ass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I slipped and fell on it. Mm -hmm. Same. Okay. <laughs> I fell on it mouth first. <laughs> <laughs> you went out the back of your head. 
Uh, it's my dick in my mouth. <laughs> my dick in my mouth. Yeah. SUV slides into Rouge River after driver gets out to pee on side of the road. Uh, you forgot to put it in park. You almost did. This. Oh, I absolutely did. College. Uh, I did this mm-hmm. literally about a month ago. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I'll tell you in a minute. A right. uh, 17-year-old watched helplessly as his SUV slid into the Rouge River on Monday oh, evening. Man. This is from the Detroit Free Press, by the way. Um, the teen of Melvindale, lovely this time of year, mm-hmm. uh, was. Dri- <laughs> it's very tight in the front. Uh, was driving around. <laughs> Was driving along the riverbank no, when don't, mo- just, don't just pass it up. That's a really good joke. It was it was all right. I'll I give it a B. It. I liked it. You uh, don't get a lot of Melvin reference. Was was dri- the front wedgie right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was driving along the riverbank when Mother Nature called, so he figured a little stop couldn't hurt. He quickly learned he was wrong when his vehicle started sliding, and there was little he could do to stop. It's a bad it. feeling. Oh, so it slid. Yeah. So it wasn't him drive. He just, yeah. he just oh, man. He's 100% fine. Uh, the police department said his car is currently a bit wet or better said submerged. Wow. Man, that sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, well, yeah, I mean if it just slides, like, what the fuck are you going to do? Nothing. I mean, you'd go in with it. I Have mean, you ever seen videos of like cars that just what, slide? But what is or that or like when people leave it and drive and they freak out? What is the human... <laughs> The first human to to reaction is to try to pull to it try and to pull stop it. it. Mm-hmm. I think it weighs a fucking ton. I know. <laughs> it has an engine propelling it forward. Yeah. And you, yeah. 200 pounds of me, is going to... <laughs> uh, yeah, I did this the other day. Uh, I started to pull out of my driveway and I noticed... Are we still start... talking about trying to suck your own dick? No. Nope. Okay. We've moved on, buddy, about five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> God. Did this the other day. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so I, I noticed our our, our uh, mailbox has a it's got a front door and a back door. Good say. Um, oh, you just now knew that? You no, I know. Out, oh. but the back. What you just the, now knew? The back of it. The back, back of it was open, and so I looked. I, I noticed there was mail in there, so I was like, okay, I'll stop and I'll get it out of there just in case. It was around the time we were going to be getting like my W two maybe, and I was like, I don't want that sitting in there, you know. So I get out, I, I pull forward and I stop at the end of our driveway and I get out and that motherfucker start just keeps going towards this the house. Like, no, towards the name, the, the uh, road sign right across the street. And I got almost like, I was scrambling. Yeah. dude. I was so pissed. What was it? What were you talking about? Did you see in the mailbox? Sorry, I blacked out there for a minute. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck just happened? I don't know, dude. Dude, you literally glitched for like five minutes. You haven't been here for five minutes. What are you looking at? Work is taken care of for tomorrow. No, I'm I not already looking assigned at work. it. Stop. I'm, I'm looking at newsfeed items. <laughs> anyway, so the kid's all right. Uh, from Melvindale. The yeah. kid from Melvindale. It's the name of my novel. The kid from Melvindale. Kid from Melvindale. Uh, James Blunt song deployed on protesters in New yeah. Zealand following Manilow Yo, and the beautiful. Macarena after the musician suggested they use it. Wow. It's true. I saw your face. So, it, like so many other countries in this world right mm-hmm. now, like you've got all these anti COVID pro- protests. Mm-hmm. So, it's no different in Super New Zealand mature. Uh, where they don't want. They like New Zealand has taken it seriously the entire time, and consequently, they've been handled yeah. it better than pretty much anybody in the world. Yeah. Um, but they're starting to people are there, and so they're starting to they're going to mandate 
vaccines. Mm-hmm. Like, and so people are freaking out about it anyway. Um, so they've been trying to disperse them because they're standing in front of Parliament. Yeah. So they played "Let It Go" from Frozen. Yeah. Uh, Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On." Oh. Uh, Barry Manilow's greatest hits. Oh man! Oh. And the Macarena. Wow. So hey, Macarena. They still weren't. They still weren't dispersing, and so <laughs> James Blunt tweeted an offer. He said, "Give me a shout if this doesn't work, New Zealand police." A few hours later, it appeared his offer had been accepted with the star's most famous hit, You're Beautiful, being played over the loudspeaker. Wow. <laughs> oh, Can God. we just talk about for a second, if these protests were Black Lives Matter, they'd all been shot to death by now? Not in New Zealand. And arrested? <laughs> Probably not in New Zealand. I don't know. Everywhere else. I mean, I mean, certainly in America. Yeah. So. <clears throat> what about M- Romania, Dan? What about? I'd go to Romania. Let's go to Romania sometime. Okay. Yeah. Sounds dangerous. Visit. It's Dracula's cool. castle or whatever. Is that Romania? Yeah. Yeah. Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. My nickname in high school. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not now. It's not ever. It's just Matthew, fucking Matthew it. Impaler. <laughs> Michael? Um, Since you're apparently not here right I'm now. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> so somebody sold uh, the first NFT house. Uh, whatever fuck off it's sold, I hate this shit man sold for the equivalent of six hundred and thirty one thousand dollars <laughs> i just i don't understand it's just an nft it's just pictures of the house who has this kind of money I, I just don't get it i really don't understand zillow can make a fortune <laughs> in the nft business I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't understand them. I just I don't, I, I don't either. They bought it using cryptocurrency. I've so. I've literally I think I've read four different articles they and I've fake never items with fake about items. them trying to understand what it no is. Idea. And I'm no closer to understanding it nope. than when I started. You own nothing. I'm, I'm you own clearly nothing. I'm clearly like that age now. You own, you own nothing. <laughs> the I mean, technology what, shit's what are we talking by. about? <laughs> I mean like like those stupid bored monkeys. Like that what who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. I can screenshot that shit. I know. It it just doesn't make any sense. I have it on very good authority that one of our listeners. (laughs) We should do a Pastor's NFT. One of our listeners bought an NFT (laughs) of a flamingo. Don't know how much they spent, but I know what happened. You could have given that money to us. We could have drank it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Patrick. God damn it. Um. What was I going to say? Okay. Uh, drunk guests uh, take off clothes and brawl at Disney Springs, slip on vomit on vomit into the bushes during a fight. Oh, sounds about right. <laughs> so it's a, a, a plot of a Jersey Shore episode. Yeah. Um, uh, they get into a, a, yeah, so people got into a fight and slipped on vomit. Good story, bro. That's it. That's all it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Air Asia flight was diverted after. Michael's pass- just doing headlines now. Yeah, that's that's all he does. Yep. Uh, Air Asia flight uh, is diverted after passengers spot a snake on the plane. Nope. Dude, I saw the and video it, of this. No, nope. it's, it's like this. So it's like in the light fixture, yes. the plastic sh- shield over the light. You can see the shadow <laughs> yeah, of the snake. That's somehow in the fucking light. worse than anything. It is so much worse. I was like thinking, oh, maybe it's just something else. Like that just is. 
like a strap fell down or something. Nope. Nope. It's a fucking snake. Yeah, you can see it like slithering around. Nope. <laughs> like there's no dude. I would be. There would be shit all over my. Seat. I would be literally hysterical. I think. No. <laughs> I think I would. No, I'd I'm, be, I probably would. I think I would be full Karen. Like mm-hmm. land this if, goddamn if it plane. Disappeared. If it disappeared. Yeah, I guess. I that's mean, they true. did land the plane. Yeah, what if it dis? Oh my god! If it fucking disappeared, at least you know where it was. But oh my god! Yeah, and that, about I mean, that time, I'd have to no, go to the no. bathroom. You'd have your feet no, up. No. Like, I'd have to go to the bathroom. No, 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 no. I'd that's tie t- off my. Awesome. I'd tie off my uh, your pant legs, pant legs uh, so they couldn't crawl and sit on them. My legs would be numb within ten minutes. I wouldn't even care. I'd have my bag on my lap. I would have something heavy I could beat the snake to death with. I, I can't even fucking imagine. Uh, um, okay. Where's Samuel L. Jackson when you fucking do? <laughs> Did he kill the snakes and snakes on a plane? I've never I seen never it. I never watched I've it. I've never seen it. Yeah. All right. Or did the snakes kill him? <laughs> I doubt it. He Who won? Wonder. I mean, he did get his. Somebody hit us up in the comments. Who won in snakes on planes? Yeah. <laughs> the snakes or the planes? Yeah, I want to know who won. The snakes, the planes, or the people on the snakes? Um. So, well, how do you guys feel about this this new craze hitting the internet called Wordle? I, don't I love it. I don't. I don't play it's it, fun. but like, if people are having fun, man, fuck. There's a there's another one I got from a friend of the podcast, Tom. Wordle. 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 It's uh, they show you an outline of a country. How do you say that? And you have you got six guesses. Okay, and it tells you it tells you if you get it wrong, it tells you how many kilometers away from it you are and which direction it is. Okay, so how do you how do you say it? World world war. There's no way world, to say it. World 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 world. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't. World-er. I mean, like I said, I don't play it, but yeah. I, I kept seeing people like get this shit off Facebook page. Like who, who fucking cares? cares, dude? We're on like. <laughs> Almost this two years of a pandemic. Can people not just? Oh, we're almost three years in. Can people not just fucking yeah. enjoy something? <laughs> just let them enjoy it. Have you gotten any wrong yet? Yes, I have. I've only gotten one wrong. I've gotten about. I go on a streak of about six or seven, and then I'll I'll one yeah, just baffle. It, it doesn't again. really interest me, but like yeah. I said, man, great, it's fun people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, I like that it's only once a day. So everybody you can play who, it one time and you're done. Everyone who hates world wordle, yeah. Um, Fuck you, number one. Number two is uh, it saved somebody's life. Um, I did see so this. So Denise Holt, a retired teacher. Denise Holt! Holt. <laughs> a retired teacher found herself locked in her basement Steve in her home in Illinois after being woken up by a naked, knife-wielding intruder in the middle of oh, the night. Oh, I didn't hear this. And so uh, the shivering man uh, got into her bed and threatened to cut her if she screamed before Bro. backing down his threats and asking her to help warm him up in in the bath. Eventually what? the man locked her in the basement without food or medication, leaving Holt fearing for her life. Um, so what happened was, okay, so she told the Washington post that she really tried to rally herself and did exercises to keep herself going. Uh, she thought to herself, I don't want to die like this. I don't want my kids to hear that their mother was murdered. Um, however, help was at hand, uh, partly thanks to her enthusiasm for Wordle, uh, the viral game uh, in which player, players are given yeah. six guesses to guess a five-letter word. Um, thousands of miles away uh, on the West Coast, her oldest of her two daughters noticed that her mother had not texted her over her Wordle score, um, as she usually huh. did each day. Um, 
I didn't send I didn't send my oldest daughter a wordle and that was disconcerting to her. Um and she obviously tried to reach out to her mom and couldn't get a hold of her and uh sent the police. So wow. <laughs> call the Dude, police. That's wild. Um holy shit. When they when they they went around and heard her shouting, I'm here, I'm here, I'm in the basement. So wow, they, they wow. freed her. Uh, they arrested the 32-year-old man uh, in the upstairs bedroom. Uh, he had been uh, experiencing a mental health crisis. Really? No well, shit. He was naked with a knife and asked for somebody to bathe him. Yeah. Yeah, that's no shit. That's so, crazy. Yep. So Wordle, it'll save lives. Um, CD sales have increased for the first time since 2004. <laughs> I didn't even know you could buy CDs anymore. Some at Walmart still. Yeah, they do. Do they? They yeah. smell. They sell just as much vinyl. Yeah, now they too. do. Yeah. Where do they sell CDs at Walmart? I don't think I've seen them in the electronic. Why? Well, I know it would be there, but I don't think they do anymore, man. Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, you can get them used at like, well, yeah, like tracks and stuff. And and yeah, and but yeah. yeah. Damn. They. Did they uh, explain why? Like, I mean. They, uh, I mean, I figured it was going to come back at some point. Everything does. The spike, tapes did. The spike Cassette was tapes are the worst medium in history. The spike was driven by a handful of top-selling artists, including Adele, whose 30 album sold 898,000 CDs in 2021. Uh, Taylor Swift with uh, Fearless and Red, her versions of that. My, my car, my newer car, my 2020 car doesn't even have my a CD. Mm-mm. Carrie Underwood. Player. Mm-hmm. Uh, sold uh, most of them don't anymore. Two had two hundred and seventeen thousand copies, and then uh, BTS sold two hundred ten thousand. <laughs> so, and uh, Olivia Rodriguez Sour hundred. I t- I love 000. the convenience of being able to download something, but man, there was something great about like when you order from Columbia or whatever. <laughs> BMG was better, or but, BMG whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, yeah, it was BMG. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, and all those fucking CDs would show up, and mm-hmm. it was just fucking. Oh, heaven. like a like a like a six pack of them at and, least. And the, and the cardboard it was shaped like the CD yeah. case. And, oh Buy one God. full price, you get like ten. Yeah, free. Yeah, you just pay shipping on it. Yeah. Uh, There's million. something about the tactile pleasure of opening yeah. CDs and stuff. Well, the the inserts. Oh, yeah. remember all that? The line inserts. Man, how disappointing was it when you open it and there were no fucking inserts? I know. There, or no line inserts. It was notes just like all. one Fuck page off. that flapped open. God, what a what a you lazy out. sex of shit. Fucking write something. And you know what? People designed that shit like, it, and it yeah. was me. Like it was like art in yeah, a lot of cases. It was. Yeah. There were some really good ones out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, one million dollar painting vandalized after a bored security guard draws draws this. eyes on faceless figures. Yeah. Oh, former security guard. Former security well, guard. <laughs> no, well, it says bored. Board former security. Yeah. Yep. So uh, guess how old he was? 24. 60. 60. Wow. Right on the the dot. Like, I would have thought of somebody younger that just was a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. So, like, you're 60. You you should fucking know better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't even see, like, it's on. Huh. So they had insurance on it for. Seventy four point nine million dollars. Jesus. Oh, so and he so didn't even like really off. draw faces. He just kind of gave him eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw a picture of it. Just, it's just two eyes mm-hmm. for each face. What did he draw it with? Uh, it looks like a pencil, but I'm not sure. Well, they could have just mm, erased. You can't it. just erase. 
Yeah. No. Get one of those old pink rubber ones from. <laughs> get, get Sigourney Weaver. She was good at restoring paintings. Good she Vigo was working the carpet yeah. in reference. Yeah. She wasn't working on V. No, though. she was underneath him and he was looking yeah. at her. Like yeah. A creep. Yeah. So the one anyway. guy, what was the one guy's name? The what was the art guy? Uh Janusz. Yeah, Janusz Poha. Let <laughs> yeah. me get Janusz Poha. <laughs> Janusz Poha? Yeah, he was the vil- well, he wasn't really the villain. I mean, I guess. He was the he was the villain foil. He was possessed, I mean, by the villain yeah. foil in his brother? No. <laughs> what? Yanish Poha is not Midas Yahoo's brother. Might be. <laughs> it's not. That's the second week in a row. No sense. Uh-huh. But he did the, what was the thing? Lazarus and Sazerac. Sazerac's Sazerac. no brother. Sense. Lazarus's brother? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me, guys. I know it I does, know buddy. By the way, these are the best Skittles I've ever eaten. Yeah, they're good. They're so good. They're, they're getting uh, enlarged taste buds. Can you take these away from Yeah, me, I know, please? man. It'll chew you up pretty good. Enlarge. From Taste all the sugar. Yeah, it uh, fucks up your teeth. Fuck, you can get like tongue zits. <clears throat> what? Or whatever it is. You know when you get a sore zits? spot on your tongue or something? Like a from, canker sore? Probably is what it is. I call them tongue zits. It's not a canker sore. Well, whatever it it's is. It's not fucking herpes, Michael. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I've never experienced enlarged taste buds. Too much sugar. If you eat too much sugar. Yeah. Hmm. I gotta try this out. Somebody get me a bag of sugar. You have one. Here, just eat this bag of Skittles and drink a soda pop. Oh, my God. All right. Well, this concludes. What are we doing? Are we doing a News. podcast? Yeah. It's time for Foofy, buddy. Well, hey. two of us are. Hey. Yeah, this is I'm about the fine. most. Maybe I'm in fine. 287 I haven't episodes, even, like. This might be the most disengaged you've ever been. <laughs> I'm, I forgot about hashtags, too. Um, but I'm not too far. Too far in. Leggedly. Play song, Michael. I gotta find it first, Matt. Oh my God. God damn it. You're a mess. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. <laughs> Dr. Dan says it's called herpes, mouth herpes. You guys have mouth yeah. herpes. No, it's not. Herpes of the tongue. Tongue herpes. <laughs> you got there. What I am, Nisha, he's Nisha, she is Nisha. It's going to be another productive night for Michael and uh, Foofy. Go ahead, read it. No, we're not reading it with this music, Michael. Okay, go ahead. Clean asshole. You might as well just let him get, get it out of his system. Because uh, I mean, if you don't... There is I mean, no getting it out of his system, though. It is the system. The system is just <laughs> completely rotten at the core <laughs> Guys, I'm more revolutionary than uh, than Skillet. (laughs) Eat me, John Cooper. (coughs) John Cooper Mellencamp. (laughs) Fuck you. Well, they're both assholes on the complete opposite political divide. (laughs) All right. Uh, Matt, you can read this? You got yours open. No, go ahead. You've got yours open. No, you have mine open. Read it like James Earl Jones. You got that big, booming baritone ears. Do I? Hello, I'm Jonah Cage. Michelle was an ordained nun when she was just 10 years old. Okay, you don't actually have to do that. (laughs) Fucking useless. Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. I got it, buddy. We got the reference.
Gisha was ordained as a nun when she was just 10 years old. She received training as the little boys did. When she reached the age of 16, she traveled from one Zen master to another, studying with them all. She remained three years with Unzen, six years with Gukai, and was unable to obtain a clear vision, but was unable to uh, obtain a clear vision. At last, she went to the master Enzen. Enzen showed her no distinction at all on account of her sex. He scolded her like a thunderstorm. He cuffed her to awaken her inner nature. Gisho remained with Enzen 13 years, and then she found that which she was seeking. In her honor, Enzen wrote a poem. This nun studied 13 years under my guidance. In the evening, she considered the deepest koans. In the morning, she was wrapped in other koans. The Chinese nun Tetsuma surpassed all before her, and since Mujaku, none has been so genuine as this Gisho. Yet there were many more gates for her to pass through. She should receive still more blows from my iron fist. <laughs> After Gisho was enlightened, she went to the province of Banshu, started her own Zen temple, and taught 200 other nuns until she passed away one year in the month of August. Here he comes. I, my first thought when I read this was like, Michael's going to fucking hate this guy. Wait, what, is this, what, what does that say about you? Do you huh? fucking love that he's beating the shit out? No, of this I don't. I'm th- I, no, don't jump to conclusions. I'm you. You just jump to fucking conclusion. <laughs> Fuck you. You just jump to a conclusion. Michael's gonna hate this, and you did, didn't you? Well, did you not hate it? I, I, I feel like that part was problematic, but no, I didn't hate the koan. I think there's still something we can talk about. It's okay, to be wrong. God damn it. Go ahead. Um. There was a lot of this shit took place in like the 1500s, right? I mean, I mean of course. Oh, yeah. I, Bill Cosby said that, too. No. No, he didn't. <laughs> it was a different time then. Okay. We're not going down that road. God damn it, Michael. Um, yeah, I mean, that part's problematic, of course. Like, yeah. It's problematic now. It would not have been problematic then, is what I'm saying. Right. So the, but the, the question is, then the question is... A lot of, a lot of masters beat their disciples. I, right. I guess what I'm saying is... So then if that what's the what's the conclusion to draw of something like this now? <laughs> I mean, that's what we have to talk about, right? Like, right. I mean, because obviously none of us are going to be proponents of like. No, no. But the word discipline was what kinky. came to mind. But kinky. no, I mean, but I said kinky. how much of how much of our Christian existence revolved around discipline? I remember carrying around a rubber band on my wrist anytime I had an impure thought snapping it. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, it worked. My wrist fell off. (laughs) (laughs) Just finally chopped all the way through the bone. uh. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I mean, there's got to be something we can draw for this. Yes, of course. No, none of us are going to say no. That yes, that's not in any way problematic. I'm pretty sure you already said that. No, I didn't. No, Michael, nobody's saying that. Stop it. But whatever you say, Bill. I want to ask. <laughs> God. I don't. Never mind. Um. I here's the question. So, yes. Okay. Is it problematic? Yes. One hundred percent. The idea of like. A disciple or a master beating a disciple what's an toward enlightenment is what's, a, what's odd. an appropriate version of that today? Well, that's what I, I don't know. I them? don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a good question though, because that's what we have. To, that's what you have to. If you read a koan like this now in 2022, you take that Seems part. Archaic. 
it is archaic in that way, like especially that style. And so well, it's also part of this probably was part of the ascetic lifestyle. Yes. And asceticism has its place. Does it, though? That's the question. And, I, I was that was one of the questions history. I had. Yes. I mean, in in I've read the book uh, St. Francis by Nikos Kazantzakis. If you've never read it, fuck. He, he wrote Last Temptation of Christ. This mm-hmm. book is infinitely better than Last Temptation of Christ. St. Francis went on, had wild bouts of asceticism at times yeah. in his life. Um, the Desert Fathers and Mothers. Yeah. Pure asceticism. They live in the middle of the fucking desert. Own nothing. Own subsist nothing. Subsist on barely like, anything. <laughs> And so it's like, it, I, I, you do have to ask the question. I don't want to kink shame anybody. But. No, it's not kink. I'm just saying like, is there a place for some, is there, is there a place in 2022 for asceticism in, in a, as a way to, as part of the journey? Sure. It's fasting. I mean, fasting would be considered asceticism, right? To some extent. I guess. Yeah. I mean, asceticism is den- just denying yourself certain something, something or some things. Fasting would be considered asceticism. I mean, there's 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 physiological benefits to it. There's mental benefits to it. There's spiritual benefits to it. I mean, I mean that's been proven that there's benefits to all that. I mean, yeah. medi- I mean, meditation and silence are probably well. I mean, well, right now the one of the biggest diet trends is intermittent fasting. It's yeah. like, like Saint Francis Billy, we were trying to fucking tell you this. Like they've been trying. To, they've been doing this since the third century. Yeah, I know. It's like we've been Jesus. We've been trying to tell for 40 you. Days. But yeah. there, there, there is. So there is good things from that in terms of like, you know, in terms of the intermittent fasting. But there's also the bad side of that in terms of like. You know, uh, like trying to think of the, the proper word here for this. Um, basically, like uh, mental health, like food eating disorders. Yeah. Like, like th- there's that. that yeah, sure. It, there are some like, who are prone to that and shouldn't do that at all. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think there is. And that seems a really thin line between asceticism and like abuse of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder when, I mean, I wonder what the tipping point would be. Like, when do you cross over into? You just want to do just the tip. <laughs> when when do you cross over into into abusing yourself? I mean, from, and that's a good question. But you look at Jesus didn't eat for forty days and forty nights. I mean, it's yeah, like I mean, that's just straight up like abuse. But that was his moment of enlightenment too. Yeah, I'm not really using Jesus as the. No, I'm not. And I'm not gold standard. No, and I'm not not eating for 40. Here's the thing. I'm not I'm not in any way suggesting that like anybody should be doing this. That's why I watch Survivor where people only like a handful of rice. That shit is not healthy. No, I know. But but when you're talking about like achieving enlightenment or whatever, you don't do you don't get there without pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I took from this. I mean, like you don't you don't get to. You don't grow without pain. You yeah. just don't. Yeah. Like the shit I'm dealing with right now, like this pain that I'm dealing with. <laughs> the only thing keeping me going is the thought that hopefully one of these days it leads me to some sort of better sure. place. Sure. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Like, but it doesn't always do that for everyone. That's the thing. That's that. I mean, no, I, you're right. And that's what's so hard. Like that's why it's like what, what place does asceticism have in or or any sort of denial 
well, theology. I, I don't think I, I don't think there can be any generalization. Yeah. I think it's an individual. Yeah, thing in a world where we're having a mental health crisis, I think doing things that cause you harm are not super healthy. Sure. I mean, I think and, I would tend and, to agree with you. There. Living, well, but living in that that thought spiral of whatever it may be, um, like. I it, you almost need like a guide or a sherpa or somebody who's gonna fucking help That's you also through helpful, that. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you could make the argument this nun had one. I mean, you know, there was obviously something about what he was doing because she stayed thirteen years. She stayed with him the longest. Yeah. I, but I, there's a difference between, you know, fasting for a day, and fasting for forty days. Well, sure. I mean. I think it would be really hard to abuse fasting for one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, but and again, it goes back to what's the you know where where, I mean, do, you, but where do you cross that's the, the line? thing though? Yeah, yeah, not knowing like because you can't fucking trust anybody to give you the the right information for that. Like in terms of like if you've got like a um, like a pastor who's telling you to do this. like pastors do some really shady shit that they're not qualified to fucking yeah, talk about. I would, the only issue I would take with that is that there are people who have lived that reality and who can guide you through it. There are some people who you can't. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, for sure. Yeah. But, but to say that people should trust blank job description, that may not be great because there's some shady, shitty people out there. There are, yeah. It just makes me leery to tell people to like do things that are harmful for you. Sure. That like the world is hard enough. None of this as it none is. of this is pres- prescriptive. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I not, don't think I don't think either of us are being prescriptive. No, at I, all. I, I, I'm not. I'm not accusing you of that. Yeah. I, um. I, but I just. I. It just makes me nervous sure. whenever we talk about that because there is such danger in, uh, like telling people what they should do, uh in a I don't want I don't want to say destructive but in in something that could turn into a destructive behavior making something prescriptive like if you have to do this in order to achieve this right no that's maybe the case for no, you I, I, no I'm not I'm not saying no no, no, I'm, no I'm not that's, that's, not, the, saying, that's not the path I'm walking however that's that I, how we were raised yes. yeah <laughs> but that yeah. a lot of times the, the shadier people are the ones who say they make it prescriptive they say yeah. if you do you need to you do these to things do this, yeah. in order to achieve xyz when that may be for them, but for you and maybe something completely different you need to do. I mean, we we do family movie night at our house every Friday or Saturday, kind of. Uh, we did Oh Brother Where Art Thou, oh, and there's a, so it's it's a, a great, great film. Um, but we had to dis- I had to explain baptism to to my son. Yeah, that's it. Was so weird. Yeah, like what are they when you, doing? When you're out of it and you describe like, it, you're like, like, wait, what the? Fuck? He's like, what are they doing? It's like, well, it's just like a outward sign of a inward journey that they're on it's 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 so like what but mm-hmm. why are they doing that why are they going underwater yeah like oh man yeah it just seems sometimes so, kids have a good way of stripping shit back to its base and you're like, like wait what yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah i don't know but yeah it just makes me nervous to be like sure to advocate that those things absolutely mm-hmm. and that's that but it is a, i think it is a a worthy discussion to have though if you're if you're somebody who is interested in in being on some sort of a spiritual path yeah right yeah because some people aren't and that's fine too but like if you're if you're interested in that i think at some point you're going to butt up against this question yeah 
because if you look at all of the great spiritual masters, Jesus, Buddha, there was a level Gandhi, of asceticism. There was a level of asceticism, like that almost went like excessive. So, like that we would consider excessive. Yeah, but these are people that attained enlightenment, and and that was yeah. a leading part. But but, but let, let me let me ask you this question. So some of you guys have experienced some dark shit. Yeah, that has formed you um in the way that you look at the world would you wish that upon anyone that you love i would wish growth that's not what i'm asking so what do you the pain that you felt would you wish that on other people no okay i wouldn't in any way shape or form yeah. but i would say i would be able to tell them these things hurt and they hurt like hell. I yeah. wouldn't wish that on any of and you, you ever. This I, out of I wouldn't, but I did learn. Things. I wouldn't because pain is inevitable for everybody. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's my thing. Yeah. Like, why would you go out and seek pain when there's and already that's the pain question. in yeah. the world right now? I think that's a great We're question. We're all dealing with shit. Well, but you're also, God is dead. He there's doesn't another care. way of looking at asceticism, not through the lens of pain, but through the lens of denial of self. And I think anybody, that's, if you're doing asceticism just to feel pain, I think you're doing it for the wrong reason. I mean, if you're doing asceticism. <laughs> if you're doing a set like asceticism, you're doing it Man. to deny yourself to open up portals to something else. You're, you're you're stripping back things that are getting in the way of um what of achieving. Let's just say enlightenment, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Let me let me ask you if it's about the pain you're doing it for the wrong reason. Let me ask you this question and and I'm not saying that you're saying this, so don't don't think I'm projecting this onto you as this is your opinion, but I'm curious whenever I think of somebody who is in that position to to seek out pain for themselves is that a position of privilege? Probably to some extent, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it I probably mean, is. To, it, to me, I mean, because I think about some of the shit that we did, like like that, like it, it's just a way to um, manufacture pain. <laughs> like it's 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 a manufactured pain. And I would argue that if you're, and maybe it is like it, it, maybe it is like a controlled environment, and if it is truly controlled to where you can like be safe in that within those walls of that pain, maybe that. There is something in there, but I mean, I here's know. the here's the question. I, here's one a question I had after reading: Is there a difference between discipline for growth and discipline in order to control? Yes. And the reason I asked that question is because I was thinking, when I think of discipline, I automatically think of shit. Even like when we were very early deconstruction, reading "Celebration of Discipline" by uh, Foster, Foster, Richard Foster. Foster. Um, it was a pretty formative book at the mm -hmm. time for me. Like. Yeah. But the whole thing is like we had these, a, a D group about yeah, it. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole thing was like these different disciplines. It was things that like you're. Hey, Jimmy Maxwell, you're not listening. In some hey. ways, you're denying you're yeah. denying yourself things. You're telling mm -hmm. you're telling your body no. You're do like. I think there's I think there can still be a place for that. The issue is like it gets really there's there's just a very fine line between doing it for growth and doing it. Because somebody's trying to control you, which I think growing yeah. in the church, anytime discipline was talked about, even though it was, it was God's discipline of you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we heard that shit. Yeah. Like it was when they're, I mean, all of that was really looked back. It was all about control. Yeah. Like yeah. if you feel just bad enough, you'll keep coming back. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so like you need to discipline yourself because God is upset that you did these things. You freaking busted a nut in your room the other night or you like whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. It was mostly that. Usually that 98% <laughs> of the time, yeah. That God's pissed and like there's there could be discipline for that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what was it? Pete Holmes, Holmes's bit is so funny where he talks about um, like what happens if the second coming happens while I'm coming? Like, yeah. While I'm masturbating and like, call I it my, and like, my sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's hilarious, but like we had those thoughts. Oh yeah, absolutely. You jerk yeah. off. You lay in bed and go, please don't return now. Yeah. I need yeah. time to discipline myself. Yeah. So all of that kind of discipline was about control. Yeah. And fear and fear. But I, I and so I wonder if some of our hesitancy with this koan, with any sort of any sort of idea that discipline is a necessary part of the journey. Like, I wonder how much of our revulsion at that idea is just a reaction of what we grew up with. I think that's probably a lot of it. Because we grew up with such say that again, such negative, uh, negative. We, we everything all, d discipline was had a negative. It had a negative connotation, right? Like growing up. God was gonna. God was gonna discipline you oh, for oh. whatever you did, your sins. Like so, it was, it was rooted in fear. It was all rooted in fear and control huh. and rejection. And so I, but I, that's not what's happening. I, I don't think that's what's happening with Jesus, with Buddha, with like. I didn't. I didn't have that negative connotation in terms of discipline. It, it was always like a spiritual thing. Okay, growing up for me, like. Well, I think that the, like the, the word specifically discipline was like I had to. I. I Whenever I started doing like middle school, I think we started talking about disciplines yeah. and, and stuff like that. But it was like, it was like, it was all about buckling down. It was about effort. And it was yeah. about growth. Like, yeah, that, that, that's the discipline that sure. I like, you know, my parents, I was their fifth kid. So they had, and I was an accident. So they had shit figured out or they just didn't give a shit one or the other. So in terms of like discipline and the negative connotation connotation. Yeah. I just, I just don't want to. I look back, and that the a lot of the ideas of discipline I had were negative, and so like I there is a. I think sometimes when I hear it, I still kind of go, "Oh, got like yeah. there's still a little bit of a kind of a gross mm -hmm. connotation in my head." But when you look at anybody that woke up, pain was part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. it, 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 and not even yeah. part of it, like the whole deal. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you know, you look all the four noble truths of Buddhism are about suffering, all of them, and the cessation of suffering. Like, that's what the entire thing is about. The entire path is, is you're going to suffer. Here's where you're, where you're causing yourself to suffer through your desires. Here's how to cease doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so every spiritual tradition has this idea. And so I, I actually was thinking about, Let's let's bring the Bible into this for you, fun. You know what the the evangelical um, tradition of discipline is? What? Hell houses. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. it's all once again it, it, rooted in it, fear it, and control. Like, it's it's uh, yeah, it's rooted in fear and control. It's 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 putting you through horror to to gain some insight about uh, about going to hell. Yeah. Okay, so. This passage I'm going to read is one that I'm sure we've all heard. Okay. What's this from? Hebrews. Okay. 
Um, I read it today again <clears throat> through like a more Eastern lens. Mm-hmm. And it didn't like... Where's this from? Hebrews? Hebrews. It didn't make me go, ugh, like immediately. I was able to sort of think about it in a different... Mm-hmm. From a different angle. I guess from a more Eastern angle. So in chapter 12, it says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Okay, so we're surrounded by people that have got it. Have done this before. Have done this. Mm -hmm. You could call it, like, Eastern ideas have, like, their, have their, um, it's big into ancestry. Like, you Mm -hmm. can speak to your ancestors. You can, you know all this different stuff. And so that's those are clouds of witnesses. Okay. Yeah. He says, and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. The, I can tell people are like fucking cringing right now. This is one of those that like, you can see it on a calendar. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Okay. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, suffering, mm-hmm. pain, discipline, mm-hmm. scorning at shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus woke up. Yeah. Jesus woke up and it only happened through pain. Yeah. Like yeah. he's of the, of the cloud of witnesses. He's the, he's the, what do we say? You don't get the resurrection without the crucifixion. He's the witness of all witnesses, right? So in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, my son, this is from Proverbs, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Okay. Super gross in a, in a evangelical literalist word for word mindset. Okay. Really gross. Like this idea that, and this is the idea we grew up with the idea that God disciplines Matt, Matt's quitting the podcast again the idea that the idea that god actually disciplines us for our sins like i think an eastern way to look at that or, or let me even say a more modern way to look at that would go you can't escape the consequences of your actions yeah if you think it 2000 years ago when this was written of course like you're of course your idea is going to be if something bad happens god or the gods caused it yep right but yeah. in more modern terms, I think we'd look at that and we'd go, it, it, you have your consequences of your actions. If you sin, quote unquote, if you start interrupting your shalom and, other, and the shalom of others, there's consequences for that. Like, and so you can call that God's discipline. That doesn't mean God did it. Like, but that's their framework for understanding how those things work 2000 years ago. Yeah. But now you could say, it's just, this is the shit that happens. You <laughs> live by the sword, die by the sword. Like, mm-hmm what you put out into the world, you inevitably get back in some way. Yeah. Right. So that makes you look that, that passage is like I said, sounds kind of gross unless you kind of reinterpret it, uh, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children for what children are not disciplined, are not disciplined by their fathers. <laughs> Once again, super primitive understanding of the gods. And child rearing. Well, and child rearing. Yeah, that's a well, yeah. it's still modern if you're into James Dobson. Yeah. Um, There's nothing modern about James Dobson. No. Uh, if you're not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. 
So it's like this re- weird way of saying like, like yeah. you're going to, there's going to be pain. Yeah. There's going to be pain. Right? Yep. So he says, they disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, meaning their fathers. But God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. No, Are you reading the entire book of Hebrews? No, okay. I'm almost done. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but Keep painful. Going. Keep going. Okay, so here's the key Keep part. Going, Daddy. Here's the key part for me. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Yeah. So, like the, I mean, essentially what that's saying is you're, you can't grow without pain. You just can't. Call it God's discipline. Call it the consequences of your actions. Call it just fucking life. Yeah. Call it what you want, but like you're not, none of us are going to grow without. Like I said, it's the only thing that's keeping me alive at this point is the hope <laughs> that the shit I'm dealing with actually leads me out the other side to something better. Right? And your family. I mean, there's days where even that may not do it. I, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I mean, I've been that low where it's just like, yeah, okay, great. Like, um, so... Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just think there has to still be a place for some sort of discipline, some sort of denial of yourself. Yeah, and, and when I, I mean, that, that's what meditation is. It's what silence is. It's denying the need to say something. The need to say something, need to do anything, and just literally just being. You're just being. You're not doing, you're being. Um, so, I, like, you don't have to think asceticism as like a, I mean, you can turn it whatever you want, but essentially it is a asceticism. It's denial. Asceticism is just denial um, yeah. of something or some things. And like I said, meditation, silence, um, whatever you want to call it, those are that's just a, it's an ascetic way of living in in that moment. I mean, it doesn't have to be. It's just it's it's about denial. It's a, Dan makes a good point. He says, "Yeah, I was, that's great." Yes. But, yeah, I mean, when you yeah, work out, that too. when you yeah. work out, you're yeah. destroying muscle fiber. <clears throat> yes. You're tearing it. And when it heals, it grows back stronger. Um, and, and that's essentially what this is talking about. It's what you just read. That's what you're talking about. Is that you don't, in order to get the, the muscle growth, <laughs> you you have to tear and destroy the muscles. It yeah. fucking hurts. Yeah. If you're really working out, it hurts. It's tiring. It's After exhausting. my first day of wrestling practice my freshman year, yeah. I missed the next day of school because I literally couldn't move. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it. It hurts. It's painful. Um, so yeah, I mean I think I think that that's that's a great example of, of what we're talking about, and just you can do that spiritually and mentally. Yeah, I mean going through therapy when I did a couple years ago. That's a tearing down. Of, that's a that fucking hurt, man. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. Um, but you knew you also but like working out and like doing disciplines or whatever. You know it's leading somewhere, or you hope it's leading somewhere. No, I, I, I think you can be. I think you can be certain that it's leading somewhere. I think if you believe for a if second, you have the right therapist, yeah. I think if you well, if you don't get a new one, I think if you believe that it, for one second that it wasn't leading somewhere, you would just stop doing it. I mean, why do I well, stop? I mean, working? A lot of people do, though. A lot of people I mean, do. Yeah, they do. Um, but 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 if you believe that it is leading somewhere, then it becomes. 
it, it becomes a discipline because you have to make yourself do it sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to make yourself go to therapy. Sometimes you have to make yourself work out. I had to make myself the other night yeah. when I went for my intake appointment. Yeah. You have like, to make yourself. I literally that day was like told me, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Like, I'm not. You told me that too. Yeah, I was just like, I just, I just, like, I don't want to do this. I mean, I, it, but it's either this or eat a Winchester. It's yeah. like at this point, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's re- the, literally the only reason I went. It's like I, this is it. Like, I have this has to work. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and even that's an ascetic posture because you're putting away, you're you're putting aside the time you could be doing something else to do something sure vastly more important. I mean, that was one of the things I was like that night. I was like, I'd rather just be sitting on the couch and watching TV or something, like yep. or reading a book. Yep. Like I could be doing fucking anything with yep. this, anything enjoyable. Yep. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I just I just don't. To me, there has to be. There's there's got to be. For, go ahead. Let, let go me. Ahead. Let me. Okay. So you guys said all your shit. So. Yeah. Go ahead. There are healthier ways of disciplining yourself than abuse, like abuse. Sure. Abuse. Of course. Things that I lead agree. to abuse. Um, therapy is is a good example of of that is is meant to open you up in in a way that um, in, in a safe space where you can. Uh, as long as the, your therapist doesn't have the word Christian in their title or, or bio, <laughs> um, it, it, it's a safe place for you to, for someone to navigate yeah. you through that pain, yeah. through the opening of your, your, your mind and your, your heart, your soul, whatever that may be, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, uh, uh, discipline can be, um, you know, meditating. Uh, T.O. says, um, we as a society uh, avoid discomfort so much at a level that Wim Hof has an app that tells us to yeah. take cold showers. And, and, and that is a way that is safe. That's not going to hurt you. It's not going to. Nobody died of too many cold showers. Sure. <laughs> you know, um, so the physical piece of me like that that part of it, it makes me a little bit nervous and it's just not going to not make me nervous sure of course i, I um, think that's i mean it's like it's and, wise and, to and maybe the 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 working out thing you get it you know if you know what you're doing or get a trainer or somebody who who like that that is a good discipline to have yeah you know going on a run those, those are healthy disciplines to have versus you know hitting yourself or being hit by somebody else here's a question I, along these lines is do you think do you think we crave discipline? Yes. Here's why sure. I asked the question. We crave routine. because of things yeah. like Wim Hof is more popular now. Even like I think even the 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 recent and by recent I mean the last 10 to 15 years of like people getting more into giving stuff up for Lent. Yeah. Even if it's fucking chocolate. Okay, I don't even give a shit God. what it is. There's something like there's it seems like there's something driving us like toward that does that make sense like yeah. i wonder if there's like a there's something wired in us that's just a craving of like god like i just keep because uh, we have everything at our fucking fingertips yeah if we wanted mm-hmm. if we wanted mcdonald's right now we could get on, on an app we could have it fucking delivered here right now yeah anything we want it, we are the most it's the, it, we are pure hedonists well, we, so we, like we have anything can feed us at any point. Like we don't have to leave our houses. People can show up and give us food yeah. and they give us packages and they give like all this shit, anything we need. It's at our fingertips and it's right here in the click of a button in one split second. And that's fucking killing us all. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. we know it. 
And I think that's why you see these things like Wim Hof, why you see these disciplines, even meditation is so much more popular now and giving things up for Lent. I feel like there's, I think there's something in our heads given our modern culture that is just saying like almost a screaming to us like, dude, you just, you, yeah. you got to fucking slow down and just say no. We, just we, fucking say no. We do. We, we like routine and, and, and not all <clears throat> digital things are, are bad for us. Like, um, it's just something we want. We want to know that if I go to McDonald's, there's going to be a hamburger. Have you ever seen somebody lose their shit about <laughs> McDonald's being out of a hamburger? Yes. I saw it last week. Somebody got lost their shit about it. You know, I, I went to Taco Bell and there was no fucking beef there once. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? We're out of beef. Well, do you have open? chicken? No, we're out of chicken. Do you, what do you have? We have beans. <laughs> like, we, we, we like that consistency to know yeah, that we sure. can yeah. go to Taco Bell it's and there's going to be, there's going to be, but, but that's, but there's also good, some good in that. Not that Taco Bell and McDonald's are good, but like on Monday night, I'm going to watch the bachelor with my wife every fucking Monday sure. night. It's going to be on. Sure. We're, we're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to watch it, you know, on Wednesdays, survivor is on. On Tuesdays, some shitty podcast comes out. You know, it, it, there is a reason. There, there is some sort of discipline that that we follow. There is a cadence to that, and we all crave that. Yeah, um, is be, because it doesn't. It feels wrong if we don't have it. I yeah. I th I think, and I think that's because I think we have an innate sense that we just live in pure chaos. Yeah. Everything, and so those things give us comfort. Everything seems ordered, but it's fucking not. It's everything not right. is chaos because everything is moving so fucking quickly. I've been <clears throat> interesting. I've been finding it interesting looking at like trends recently, like of the last couple years, and how something enters the zeitgeist in America or even the world through the internet. And it's by the gone. time you see it, it's gone. Like. There's something that we've moved on to something else. It's fucking chaos. There's no time for anything to become a trend. It's no, it's total chaos mm -hmm. because it's just constant change, constant motion, constant destruction and creation, destruction and creation, destruction and creation. There's no more 15 minutes of fame. There's 15 seconds. Seconds. Mm -hmm. If that it's, it's insane. Like since I've been on TikTok, I've been mm -hmm. really like attuned to it. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You see like these trends and it's just like, you see it, and then it, it, the, as soon as it, as quickly as it appeared, it's gone. Yeah, it's replaced. By the, by the, by the time that we catch on to trends that yes. Gen Gen Z uh, is on, it's already over. Yeah, I think we just have this sense that we live in a, in a universe of constant chaos, and I think we crave that in a order. world of constant sorrow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I think there's something in us that craves discipline and craves some sort of denial because we have this sense of none of this is working. Yeah. Like all the, 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 everything at my fingertips, all of that's it, none of it's working. It just doesn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and so that's where I don't think we can remove discipline entirely from a spiritual path or the, if you're going to grow as a person, it, I mean, any growth I've experienced in my life has become because I got the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. Right. When would you agree with you? With, I, I don't with, think that's, I don't think that's entirely true. I do think there is growth in, in other way. Like, like meditation for me was really sure. good and I didn't get the shit kicked out of me for that. You know, remembering the Sabbath and keeping it holy. Like that's another thing that, that doesn't, you don't get the shit kicked out of you, but if you can put technology down or put social media down sure. for a, for a fucking day, sure. like 
there is something to be yeah, gained fair. with that. Sure. So th- there are ways to, to gain enlightenment without um, extreme uh, physical or mental uh, um, danger. But is there, though? Yeah, <laughs> but, but this, this is what this, no, I have, I have no, this problem no, with on. you every fucking no, time. I'm not when being you get prescriptive. prescriptive. I'm not yeah. being prescriptive. I'm asking the question. I don't have an answer to it. Yeah, I don't because. But what I'm saying is, I agree with you. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah, I don't want to fast for. I don't want to fast and, and for just six gonna, hours. That's going to come unless you're in a monastery. I understand. What I'm saying is, I I, I look at anybody that's woken up. It's there's some sort of like almost weirdly extreme asceticism that has been part of their journey at some point or some sort of extreme discipline that's come at some point. Like and that's why that's why I'm asking the question. I don't I don't have an answer because I don't want to do any of that. I don't like denying myself any more than anybody else does. And so, no, I'm not being prescriptive of all at all. But I mean, you have to ask the question and I don't know that there's a good answer to it. I, I've already had this argument with you like eight times, so I don't. But you always like, think I'm being prescriptive. I'm not being prescriptive. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm just asking the goddamn question. Okay. What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Nietzsche said, out of, oh, chaos, God. Out of chaos comes order. <laughs> blow, blow it out your ass, ass Howard. <laughs> That's a great I've been reference. waiting five minutes to say that. About goddamn time. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I just, you read that koan, you read about all the spiritual masters, like there's just some level of that. And I, I don't know what to do with any of that. I don't, I don't know what that looks like in, maybe that looks today like you erase all of your social media. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's different levels to this and what it looked like 2000 years ago may not be what it looks like today. I don't know. But I think you have to confront these questions at some point if you're interested in any sort of spiritual growth. Yeah. You have you have to answer these questions in yourself at some point, one way or another. Because I think you're confronted with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Living is suffering. Life yes. is suffering. That it, it, it is. Of course. Like, we came into this world screaming, screaming. I didn't because I had a stroke at my birth. But I was in pain. Motherfuckers. Damn you for making me laugh at that. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, but, but we came into this, this world screaming and in immense pain. Um, and some of us will go out with screaming and immense pain as well. Um, uh, living is pain. Um, I don't even remember what my point was, but, but, but I, I think, yeah, I think it, what you're, I think I, to seek it out is just stupid. That's sometimes. what I, I think what you're saying is there's enough pain to go around that you yeah. don't need to seek it out. Yeah. And I think that's a valid point. Yeah. I, and, and, and I can see how somebody in a religious cult living in a monastery away from the rest of the world and the rest of the civilization and have everything fucking provided for them. They would need to manufacture pain and that's what's in that fucking book. And that's why it disgusts me. I, yeah, that's val- I think th- I don't know that that's an invalid point though. Like I think, yeah, I mean I think there is a I think I've never thought about the idea of they have to manufacture pain because what the fuck because 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 there's it's you're living pain? in a cloister. Oh, yeah, the rice is lukewarm today. <laughs> like right. oh why? Yeah. Like uh, I mean, and I wonder if I'm I'm wondering if you if you could go back and you could ask Jesus, Buddha, whatever, Gandhi, pick one, whatever. If you could ask them, 
it was the discipline in the in the in the manufacturing of suffering to master yourself in that environment where you're, there's an element of control so that when the shit happens in life that is beyond your control you yeah. get arrested by a mob even though you're innocent and nailed to a cross you can you're you've practiced through the manufacture of suffering when you're actually I, I just wonder, and I'm not saying that's yeah. right or wrong. I wonder if that is the point, if the point is a training. So when you fast for a day, fast for two days, you're trying to train yourself it, it so that when is. so that when suffering comes that you don't cause, that life is always going to throw at you, yeah. you ha you're better equipped to handle it. Yeah, and I just think there are other ways to learn that, that same sure. thing without, maybe. without physical yeah. pain. Yeah, like maybe. in terms of hitting other people and being hit by people. Yeah, I mean, once again, that yeah. that part's insane. Yeah. Like that that part is is super antiquated, like I don't think there's any place for that at all. But stuff like fasting, yeah. like silence, I mean, all of these things can be, I mean, it it is a form of manufactured suffering. Yeah. So I don't know. I I like I said, I don't have any answers. Anything else? No, something bothers me about what you said, but I don't know what it is. What? About what? The people being cut off society in a cult, manufacturing pain. That? Yeah, a little bit of I that. I could tell. I but, could feel it in the room. I, but I'm not. <laughs> sure. But I I can't explain. I, I can't explain why. There's just something that bothers me about the way it's said, and I don't I don't know what it is. And I'm not even saying that you're wrong necessarily about manufacturing pain. I mean that's. No, I think that's, that's a, exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's a really valid point. I, I think, but I think that's also. I would say that's also a really kind of a cheapening of what they're some of what they're trying to do. I mean, I, honestly, I don't care. Like, I, I don't, I don't give a shit. They're dead. You know, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, and I don't mean that to like shit on what you're saying. I like, I just, I just don't care. Like for me, it seems so gross and just absolutely gross is the word. Would you say that I, I'm asking this to, in order to ask a follow up question? Do you? consider yourself do you even care to be on a spiritual path or are you just like i want to just live i i i'm legitimately asking i'm not trying to uh, no be no, no. I, I feel like i am on a spiritual path sure. um and this is how i got to where i'm at you know it's it's through meditation it's through okay coming coming to terms with ultimate reality and that's what we're all trying to fucking sure. do we're all walking up the same goddamn mountain trying to come to terms with ultimate reality and without you know things like meditation thought you know experiencing life that is you know i wouldn't i wouldn't have my disposition that i have sure you know okay i only yeah. ask because it's like i i think I, I still think everything is fucking spiritual it is it is sure. everything is intertwined and uh there's there's shit that we can learn but i mean i just only reason i asked is because i i I think an important point is that some people just don't give a shit if they're on a spiritual path. And yeah. that's fine too. And like honestly, and that's fucking spiritual too. Yeah, probably. That's, that's fucking even, like, even that's, if you don't look at, even if you're like a pure materialist, you're, I mean, you're still on a mean, you're, everybody's going to try to find meaning in something. Yeah. You know, like whether it be money or whatever, pose, drugs, <laughs> money, hose, and drugs. Is that the name of the Yes. Time? Um, 
Yeah, I did, but I think that's also valid. Is is if you don't feel like so, the idea if you're if you have no interest in, yeah, any sort of like I, I don't give a shit if I grow spiritually or whatever. You know, then yeah. I think that's whatever. That's your path. Where do you think you're at? I I want to grow as a as a person. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's spiritually sure. Like I still don't. I'm I'm agnostic on my best days. Still, like I still don't really know that there's anything there and I'm fine with that at this point. But yeah, there's a, I mean, I just, I look at people like Thich Nhat Hanh. I look at people like Richard Rohr. I look at these people are, they're just, they have joy. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. I want that. Now, whether that comes through Christian prayer and meditation or yeah. a sermon or going, saying mass, or if that comes through, are getting your fucking hamburger at McDonald's. I'm right. I, I mean, like you said, maybe that's, maybe that's it. Like, um, I, for me personally, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm, I want to be on some sort of yeah. the trajectory I feel like you've, you've, toward joy. I feel like you've throughout the, no, since I've known you really, you're always looking for some sort of discipline, whether yeah, it be I the prayer right. beads, Wim Hof, yeah, you know, it's uh, true. The the Buddhist yeah. stuff now, you know, you're always on, you know, we were doing the the meditation app, you know, all, yeah. you're always searching for something, yeah, you know, and 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 I think that's an innate hunger in me, yeah, absolutely, for order and for discipline, for something and going like, God damn it, dude, like, like the other night, I was in like I was sitting on the couch and I just like like just tossed my phone. I was just like, get this fucking thing away from me. Like, like, have you ever had those moments where you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like you're just endlessly scrolling and you're just looking through the phone. Yeah. I, I was just yeah. like, fucking what is it? And like, I just like, get this goddamn thing away from me. Like, I think there's an innate sense in all of us. I know there is in me anyway of there's, we need order. We need something that's not chaos. Yeah. And we want to control. We want to control stuff. And maybe, and once again, I think manufactured suffering is something you can control, yeah. which is maybe what makes it so appealing to people. I don't know. Yeah. So. Anything else? You okay? Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll shut it down. Like you, you just like shut down the last like 15 pretty, minutes. Pretty fucking tired. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. I did have one. I'll end it on an inappropriate conversation uh what's the venn diagram uh, and i wrote this down so i wouldn't forget what's the venn diagram of christians who say uh daddy god and are into sexual discipline it's probably close to a circle yeah pretty close All right. well there again that's well we can, <laughs> <laughs> nope that's it we're, we're not going done. down that road like snm's a whole it's a whole episode of its own <laughs> We should get a dominatrix on the pod. I know. We we know one. We do? Yeah, we do. But they might have... Never mind. I'll tell you later. All right. Hard pass. I'll be sick that week. That'd be an interesting topic. Because I think it goes along with this. I don't know that they would ever come on the podcast and talk about it. Here's the thing, though. I think there's... Why do so many people seek that out? Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't know. Feedback. We got any feedback. I didn't even look. I don't okay. know. I, I, I think I looked today. And yeah, there's nothing on Twitter. Who cares? Uh, right. What's next? Yep, there you go. Man, I don't have very many. Whoa.
I don't either. Yeah, I've got like seven. Yeah. This is a shitty episode. Yeah. You can't win them all. <laughs> uh, hashtag. What happens when I'm in a good mood? Hashtag. I consider hugging week. foreplay. Uh, hashtag. There. There are no Eve six. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> hashtag. My, my favorite kind of riot. Oh, that's so oh the old pussy. Yes. Riot. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag food and pussy. Yeah. Hashtag, I like this one. Pastor's bourgeoisie. It's pretty good. We should get shirts. Oh, that's a good one. Everybody you know what we need? We need a subgroup for uh, submissives and doms. <laughs> doms and submissives. Pastor's DNS. <laughs> Pastor's dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor's sex dungeon. That's it. You have to flip uh, the cushions in the grinder room and we w- should, wipe we down should, a leather pony. If we have anybody in our like $12 range or whatever that's coming to the... Uh, thing we should make shirts for them that says pastor's bourgeoisie no we're not doing that <laughs> nobody get your hopes up that's not happening. i kind of like it that's a good idea uh, hashtag job of the fitty uh hashtag <laughs> hashtag tongue herpes yeah hashtag my wrist fell off <laughs> and then hashtag money hose and drugs yeah. uh, i don't know if this Rome. is from hashtag just him plugging things in no. Oh, Joy Electric. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, hashtag my favorite kind of riot. Hashtag I want food. And, <laughs> hashtag I want food and pussy. <laughs> hashtag I fell. That's what on, we all want. Hashtag I. <laughs> oh. This is kind of a dark horse. Hashtag I fell on it mouth first. Ooh. Oh. God. <laughs> <His> dick. <laughs> it's pretty good. Hashtag it is the system. What was that from? It is the system. Oh, uh, about Michael when he blanked oh, out. That's right. A glitch in the system, Brad said, it is the system. Well, I don't know what happened. Hashtag, I don't either, because you literally were gone. I I was looking for newsfeed items is what happened. Hashtag, you were were on another universe. I couldn't multitask. Usually I can, but I He was on another astral plane. Yeah, he was. He was fucking L. Ron Hubbard there for a minute. (laughs) Hashtag, I'd like to fuck L. Ron Hubbard. Excuse me? Xenu's already got him. Damn. You said you'd like to fuck L. Ron Hubbard? That's what you said. He was fucking L. Ron Hubbard. That <laughs> hashtag more revolutionary than John Cooper, and then hashtag my wrist fell off. Uh, I have uh, exercising my Siemens. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck was that from? The, the guy jerking off. He was exercising his demons, and then I said exercising <laughs> his Siemens. Do you see why that's funny, Brad? Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, front wedgie, uh, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Impaler. <laughs> uh, tongue zits. Yeah. John Cooper Melon Camp. <laughs> God, that's really good. And that's what Bill Cosby said too. <laughs> okay, I like John Cooper Melon Camp a lot. <laughs> no. I, we can't. We can't. I don't want to do. We fuck John Cooper. We can't pace pass pace up. We, we can't, can't. We can't pass. We can't up. pace up. My favorite kind of ride. I do like my favorite. I like. My favorite kind of riot or pastor's bourgeoisie. I think my favorite kind of riot. <laughs> my favorite kind of riot. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's close I'll, this I'll shit see, out. I'll secede I'll seed the floor. You're going to secede? I'll secede right. you, Texas. Well, if you've listened I've, to this episode in its entirety, who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> I don't even care. Whatever. Good for you. All nine Leave of us you a still fucking five star review, you twat. <laughs> That's all I got. I quit. It's my last episode. I'm bored.
<laughs> Fuck you. Fucking embarrassing. It's fucking. Like when I'm in those moods, you gotta just basically fucking ignore everything I say. Like everything. We know. We know. I believed you, motherfucker. I mean, it's half true. We can talk about it. It's no one half cares. true. <laughs> Nobody cares. Boy, I was in a dark place. That was Friday night. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I was. Boy, that escalated. That was the day. That, <laughs> that was, was the, that was me last that, on Friday night. Boy, that was the day when I really was like, I lost the will to live. I, and it wasn't even suicidal. It was just like, tell me I've got I prostate cancer. I don't give a shit. Too. Don't even care. Yeah. That honestly, when, Friday night, somebody could have broken into my house. And Are pointed, we seriously going to end the podcast on this? Pointed a gun at my face, and I would have said, "I don't give a shit." Are we going to end the podcast with yeah. this? No, Absolutely. I got something. To Jesus answer. fucking Christ! Ladies and gentlemen, God, introducing. Well, I, I don't even care. I'm fine with that. Christ, <laughs> Michael. What? Michael, I want to hog you. <laughs> See. You did this. You performed. Whatever. I'd rather it be that than what you were going to end with. God damn. What you play? I want to hog you. I don't know. I don't have. I want to hog you. Yeah, you do. It's Chris Hansen. I want to hog you. He says, "I want to hug you," but it sounds like I want to hog. What you. is that from? I want to hug you. That, Cuddle you in my arms. Yeah, caress your body. Work my tongue all over it. Lick your balls. Work my tongue around your clean asshole. I want to hog you. I want to hog you. I want to hog you. Yeah. I want to hog you. I've never heard it as hog. Are you serious? Right now. Now, you never, now you'll never hear it any other way. I, ne- I won't. Uh-huh. It's the new. Uh, oh, dry up your jizz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting out of here. Show's over. Exit to the front.